What is going on, everybody? My name is Sean Pawson, and you are listening to The Fitness Spot. This is a podcast where we talk about anything fitness-related, whether it be training techniques or different uh, sport events or diet, you know, anything fitness-related. We're going to talk about all that stuff. Uh, A little bit about me. I am an amateur A Highland Games athlete. I've been competing for... This, this, it gets kind of confusing here. I've been competing for three years, but in the past three years, I've done two games. This is my first year of actually doing more than two games. So I really have only competed, like, for one year. The other two ones were kind of like, um, I don't know, skirmishes. I don't know what you would want to call them. Anyway, so I'm an amateur A athlete, uh, which means I've worked my way up from beginner to now advanced and um i'm loving it and so i figured hey why not start a podcast of different strongman stuff different football um techniques i know i have a lot of friends who have asked me hey you know what what have you done to become you know um strong what have you done for your diet things like this and so i figured you know might as well make something that i can help people yeah, so that's pretty much the extent of what this podcast is going to be about. Um, I'm passionate about strongman. Uh, that's kind of the training that I usually do. I need to do a little bit more Olympic lifts, but I mainly train for absolute strength, um, thinking that it'll probably translate a little bit, um, but we will see, I guess. Um, so I got a lot to talk about today. Uh, the Arnold Classic just happened over in Columbus, Ohio. And anybody in the fitness industry and anybody who is a fan of the fitness industry knows kind of what happened uh, in this last convention. Um, obviously, this whole thing with the coronavirus is going around and everybody's freaked out. Hand sanitizers being sold at unreasonably expensive prices, thinking that that's actually going to help. Um, people are raiding Costco's and buying everything. It, it's it's ridiculous. So Arnold went on his Instagram and told everybody that he's canceling the convention part of the Arnold Classic, which really screwed over a lot of uh, sponsors and companies who put a lot of money into getting a whole bunch of products for the Arnold Classic. I mean, (laughs) I was seeing a whole bunch of different Highland game companies and um, strongman companies who were saying, hey guys, come uh, buy a bunch of our stuff. We got it 20, 30% off because we have a surplus because of the Arnold Classic, you know? So it it really, really screwed over some of these companies that um, put a lot of money into it. Um, but it also, it also screwed over a lot of the athletes, I think. Um, when I heard they were canceling it, I predicted that we were going to see, at least in the Highland Game, Strongman, um, and uh, I'm not sure if they did CrossFit. I know they did powerlifting. So like Strongman, CrossFit powerlifting, and um, the other one. For those, I I predicted that we're going to see a lot of missed lifts, uh, just because being 
being on a field where you don't have many people out there, you don't have that push that you normally do. There's something about having an audience there where you feel that once they start chanting your name, once they start, you know, saying, hey, let's go, come on, come on. There's something in you that that hits where all of a sudden you get an extra foot or you get um, an extra five feet, depending on how hyped they are. Um, And that wasn't there. That wasn't at the at the competition. You know, it was just it was a handful of people. I think the Highland Games just got (laughs) a couple people and a bunch of coaches and athletes, you know, um, to root them on. It's just people that they've met before, people that they've, you know, um, competed against before in the past, you know. And so that's not going to psych you up as much. And, I mean, Spencer Tyler, who's the the dude right now in the Highland Games, he's setting world records left and right. He went for a new world record, which would beat his last one. And I believe his last one was 19 feet 2 in the weight over bar or something like that. And so on this one, he was going for 19 foot 5 inches. And he had, I mean, it's, it, don't ever say this to a Highland Games athlete because it's the most irritating statement ever. But I have to say it for this part. He had the height. It went up. It was touching the bar but it just wasn't going over. And when I when I saw his video of of him getting his last world record in the weight over bar, there's a different intensity that he brought to it where he just I don't know, he had a whole bunch of people around that area. They were all screaming saying, "Go, let's go Spencer." And and he did it and it was easy. And and here it looked it looked hard. Even though he had the height, it still looked difficult. He didn't have people around him. I mean, if you were watched, there was like um, one person in the background that was like, go. You know, I mean, that's not going to psych you up very much. Um, so, and and the same thing too with the strongman. Those were the two events that I watched. Um, being a college student, I had school to do and other responsibilities. So I couldn't watch the whole thing. But um even the strongman, there was a different intensity. They had more people there uh, watching that show. Um, but at the same time, the intensity level was different. Um, I got the chance to go to the World's Strongest Man in Bradenton in 2019. Um, there was there were so many people there just screaming and yelling at these athletes to go and, and to pick up the weight and stuff. And they brought that intensity onto the, the field. And I don't know, when you when you watched the videos and the replays of the Arnold Classic, it was kind of like, let's go, and just kind of quiet. And then the, the, the person would lift, and, you know, it just it was very anticlimactic. It, it just, it didn't, it didn't feel right, you know, and um, I... I've been I've been watching Thor a lot lately because I think half Thor is going to take that 501 deadlift. Um but even his performance was slightly different. Now he he looks like he's got you know everything taken care of. He looks like his foot is completely fine now cuz he had injured his plantar fascia. Um I think he just completely tore it or whatever. Um and that looks like it's completely healed. It's not bothering him anymore. 
the thing that I saw with the deadlift was that there was no energy. Now, when you watch, like, in his gym, it is loud. He has the music blaring. He's got these people yelling at him in Icelandic, and he's just, he's just angry. And at the Arnold Classic, I didn't see that intensity. You know, I heard his wife really loudly, which was cool. I heard uh, Sebastian Orr, which is his coach, and that was basically it, you know. And he won the event, but I think he did 1,026 pounds in the deadlift, which is good. It's good. It's it's a confirmed win. Um, but I've seen him do, I think it was that weight for two reps, and 1,023 pounds at the Arnold looks hard and I was kind of huh is he gonna do the 501 does he have the ability to do the 501 I don't know I think it the environment played a huge impact on um, his performance and um, yeah so now one thing I did see that I was I was blown away was this athlete and I can't say his name um, unfortunately, because I do not know how to say it. I'll do the best I can, but I do not want to be made fun of. Um, Mateusz, I think that's what it is, from Poland, um, who got second place. Man, he kept Thor on his toes the whole time. What a, what a, in my mind, like, what a sleeper. The guy, I saw him at the, uh, at the World's Strongest Man, he didn't look as good as he did at the Arnold Classic. I mean, he came in with an agenda of, of absolute victory. Now, I did see his performance uh, online at the World Ultimate Strongman, and I was just blown away by his, his willpower, his pain tolerance, because he tore his bicep. Um, I, th- I think it was in the Husafel or something. He tore his bicep. And he had one more event left, and he was. They knew that if he didn't do that event because of his torn bicep, that he was not going to win. So he goes in there and does the Atlas Stones um, as far as he could. I forget how many he did, but he did them one-handed basically, and uh, took his time all the way through. Ended up winning World Ultimate Strongman, having uh, Luke Staltman at second and Tom Staltman in third. He ended up winning, doing the Atlas Stones one-handed. I mean, <laughs> that's that's crazy. That that shows the heart of an absolute heart of a lion, the eye of the tiger. Like he had the it factor, where he just he was angry, and he wanted that win. He could see the win, and he needed the win. And I I was so impressed. I'm I, I follow him on Instagram. He needs to post more on Instagram. He'll never hear this podcast, but if you do, Mateus, forgive me for not pronouncing your name right. Please post more on Instagram. We want to see more of your lifts. He's he's so strong, and 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 I think and he's quick, and he kept Thor on his toes the whole time, and his shoulder power is out of this world. I mean, the first event the Arnold was the trial by stones where you have to take a natural stone and push it over your head and you do another one the same thing then you go two atlas stones with natural stones and then you do the husafel that dude took those stone overhead and and just basically threw them 
I mean, it was so easy. And then he went over to the, um, the Husafel. Sorry, I got a notification and it distracted me. He went over to the Husafel, picked it up, and just ran with it, beating half Thor's time, which I thought was a great time, seeing that nobody before him had beat his time. It it was crazy, just absolutely crazy. So I think we need to look out for uh, Mateus. He's going to definitely be a powerhouse uh, in the next couple years. Um, I think, I forget who was saying it, but they were saying that he needs to develop his old man strength, which is a certain part when you become old enough to where the weight, you just, I don't know. <laughs> and obviously I'm not an old man being 22, um, but the way he was describing it is like there's a different mentality and a different strength power of pound for pound when you're an older guy uh, than you are when you're in your 20s or whatever. And they said that when when, when Mateus gets that old man strength, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And I, I believe it. I think I think he's going to be the net, next Pujanowski. I, th- I seriously do. And uh, I'm excited to see that. Um, but Thor obviously coming out with the win, uh, which was awesome. I was happy to see that. I was a little bit disappointed with his, um, uh, what do you call that thing? Wheel of Pain or whatever. Just, just because watching every single video, he basically finishes workout practicing for the Wheel of Pain. Um, yeah, so I was hoping for a better performance than that, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. It was probably, again, like I said, the environment and, um, not feeling pumped up that way. Um, again, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed with Martins only just because in it, he can't control it. He has some injuries right now. Um, I think it was some problems with his hamstring and nerve problems in his right shoulder, I believe. And obviously, he's still working those out. If you watched um, him and Thor just recently when he went to Iceland, you would see that he's considerably weaker than he was before. Like, the present Martin Slesis that we see now is not what we saw uh, uh, July of 2019. It's it's a completely different person. He He's almost defeated right now and so focused on his injuries because they're so present. Um, ended up getting third, though, which is awesome. But he's he's got a ways to go now. He, I mean, you look at his deadlift. I think he did 903, if I'm not mistaken. It was it was 900-something, but I think it was 903. You, you look at that compared to, like, Mateus, who did, like, 960-something, or um, uh, <laughs> Half Thor, who did... 1023 it's just it's just not there he needs to really build that up like a lot more so um those were kind of some of my highlights and uh disappointments coming from the strongman section i didn't watch the bodybuilding um section only because i don't know i used to be so into bodybuilding and i'm gonna try to get into it a little bit more now um and, and kind of see who's who's taken over at this point. I stopped kind of watching it after seeing Phil Heath and Kai Green's rivalry. I was a huge fan, and still am, 
of Kai Green. His his mentality, his humility, um, his work ethic, it, it was so impressive to me. Um, and then you got Phil Heath, who was just so cocky, so you he just had the different I don't know rude personality about him I just didn't like him and in the last Mr. Olympia that they went against each other there to me there was a clear winner of Kai Green and we didn't see it it was they the judges said Phil Heath and honestly I think bodybuilding is rigged in that way because maybe the, the athlete is sponsored by a certain brand and they're wanting the brand to increase their sales at a certain point or something. I don't know. There's something fishy in there that needs to be worked out. And that's why I kind of stopped watching bodybuilding for a little while. Um, but I need to get back into it, kind of see who's in there right now. Um, and, uh, Trying to think what else. Oh, we had the Highland Games competition. I touched on it just a little bit before. Spencer Tyler uh, definitely won in the men's competition, but they didn't really do it in a uh, men versus women competition. They actually, this year, did it in a team uh, format, which was actually really cool. At first, I didn't know how I felt about it, but it was actually really cool to see the different dynamics between the male throwers and the female throwers. Um, for those who don't know, the Highland Games is an ancient, ancient sport. Um, I'm not going to tell you where it's dated back to because I do not know. It's old. It's it's older than Braveheart, I think. Yeah. Anyway, basically what would happen is a whole bunch of clans would get together and test out who's the strongest warriors and they'd have uh, all the guys come out, bring the trees, bring heavy rocks, bring heavy farm implements, and they'd throw them as far as possible, and they try to flip the trees. Um, it's the most fun I've ever had in any sport, uh, quite honestly. It's it's so gritty. It's so, like, it feels, like, barbaric. Like, it's I, I love it. It's, it's so fun. If you ever get the chance, go check out, like, a... Uh, Renaissance Festival or a Celtic Festival, first off, you're going to have some amazing music. You're going to see a whole bunch of people in their tartans and their kilts. And you get to see the Scottish athletes throwing these heavy, heavy implements. It's awesome. Um, but Spencer and Adrian, I believe is her name, um, who are both men and female pros, won the competition by a landslide. They they just started racking in the points like crazy. Um, now, obviously, they couldn't do all the nine events because in the Highland Games, there's nine events. You have your light and heavy hammer. You have your light and heavy weight for distance. You have your Braemar stone and your open stone. You have your sheaf toss, your weight over bar, and caber. Um, and a lot of those are extremely long distance um, throws, so they had to condense them down a little bit and make a couple implements heavier than normal in order to make it so that these athletes could be kind of confined in a smaller space, which, that's bullcrap, honestly. Just use the field or the parking lot outside, you know, give them a space, let them, let them throw, you know, all night events, you know, um, but whatever, anyway. So they did open stone, they did... 56 pounds for distance, 
they did weight over bar, they did sheaf. The sheaf was um, 28 pounds as opposed to a regular pro 20 pound sheaf. Um, and then they did, they did caber for distance, which was kind of interesting. Um, it's actually more of a, a Viking version of the caber toss. Uh, the Vikings would take a smaller tree and throw it as far as possible. And wherever it flipped and the end landed was your distance measured. Um, so they did that version of it. It was, <laughs> it was so light in comparison to the, the cabers that the men's pro use. I mean, it was 16 feet, like 67 pounds and, um, usual cabers, uh, for the pros are going to be anywhere from like 16 and 130 to 140 pounds, or it could be like 20 feet, 108 pounds. You know, it just, it depends on the tree really, because you got to get an actual tree. Um, but, uh, so that was cool. We got to see some of that. And, uh, Spencer just put out some huge numbers. Chuck Hassan, it is still always impressive to me. Chuck Hassan is an amazing thrower. Um, he wasn't as, as, I don't know, his, his, and, and I'm struggling to say it because like there was just, there was just something off the entire time with, with almost all the athletes that I saw. Um, but Chuck Hassan's uh, open stone, his form was really weird. Um, he was trying to do the, I think it's a South African rotational um, throw. It just was off. He just, he couldn't get the rhythm of it. And it was, I was like, huh, it looks odd. Like he doesn't know what he's doing, even though he was getting massive throws. Um, I would have, I would have wanted to see what he would have done with like a shuffle or, or the, uh, the skip. But uh, that was the one he chose. That was the one he was working on. And uh, all in all, he threw really well, just not as intense as I've seen Chuck Hassan before. Um, so, um, only three, uh, Highland game pros per, um, men and women, um, competed and it was Spencer Tyler, Chuck Hassan, and some other guy. I could, I don't know his name. I think it was Dan something. He had a beard. Um, I don't know why that's important. I just kind of brought that up, but anyway, they both are all three competed and had different teams. Um, Spencer Tyler's team came in first. I think Chuck Hassan's team came in second. And I believe his, um, his partner was a lady named Nikita or something. Nikki. Anyway, I don't know. I'm still trying to get, um, adjusted to everything and learn everybody's names and all this stuff. So I will get better at this, I swear. But anyway, so that's kind of my recap for today um, of the Arnold Classic. I'm really bummed with the turnout, with this whole freaking coronavirus, with um, the whole atmosphere of the, the Arnold Classic. I'm really excited to see what happens next year, as long as Ebola or Corona doesn't come back to bite us again. Um, we should be all good for the full convention, um, packed area and having all the athletes there and all the guests which 
hopefully I could be one of them. I'd love to go to the Arnold Classic, whether as a, an athlete um, or as a spectator. I think that'd be super, super cool. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to try to post as much as I can, guys, on this podcast. Please keep in mind, I am a college student. So um, that equals being extremely busy. And actually, I got to get back to my school here in a second, being that I just took a small, uh, so far, almost 25-minute break. And uh, But I'm going to try to post as much as I can. I'm going to try to involve some people uh, in my podcast. Um, maybe some Highland Games athletes sometime. It'd be pretty cool. I trained with a whole bunch of them, so I'll see if I can get some of them. But for sure, I'll try to get some of the guys that I train with at the gym. Um, once we all get together, there's some odd conversations that happen, and uh, it might get kind of, kind of odd. But we have um, definitely some knowledge when it comes to uh, the fitness side of things. So. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to The Fitness Spot. My name is Sean Pawson, and I will see you or talk to you next time.